0: Being able to predict attrition and turnover is something that I'm not necessarily an expert in. Uh, people analytics is something that I respect. It's something that I know is incredibly important. And it's something that frankly is not only shaping the the world of work today and the best companies in the world, but it will continue to do that for the next 200, 300, 400 years. I want to share with you a little bit of a case study but also a little bit of an example around predictive around predictive data predictive analytics and how that's connected to turnover and how that's connected to attrition experian i think that's the way you pronounce it is a company that was facing some issues right they were facing turnover turnover at all levels of the company at one point they were at 3 to 4% they were looking at a 12 to 15% turnover ratio in all departments of the company, so at all levels, it could be entry level, all the way up to VPs, all the way up to directors, all all the, you know, just across the board. And uh, what they did is they decided to build a predictive model that included many attributes. They they figured out two hundred data points that they wanted to start gathering employee feedback and data around, and just and just start measuring and tracking. Right? Those attributes can those attributes were team size, and structure, uh, supervisor performance, length of commute, and a few other variables. Right. What they realized over time is the following. Once they spent a lot of time understanding certain little nuanced variables, right? And not necessarily big variables. Once they started understanding that... Um, once they started understanding that for team size, for example, that how far away someone was from a decision-making structure, how a lack of leadership flexibility that a leader of a team had, or how the overall structure of the communication within that team, once they, had, once they started understanding that those variables and getting the feedback from the employees, around saying, oh, okay, well, James, do you feel like you are too many levels away from how decisions are made here? Do you feel like you don't, you're too many levels away from how you can make a real substantial impact and have your, your voice heard and your perspectives heard and your perspectives actually measured and accounted for? Do you feel like you're too many steps away from being able to really make an impact? James, do you feel like you're the the team is too big for your leader to really step down and really understand you for you and to contextualize communication, contextualize workflows, um, contextualize learning moments for you, contextualize variables that are going to help you with career mapping. They looked into the team size from, from the other angle around, hey, leader, do you feel like the team is too big for you to contextualize learning moments, contextualize getting to know folks, contextualizing X Y and Z? Do you feel like the team is too big for you to really keep an eye on how far are people are away from decision making? All those good things. Then again, they started also measuring the overall the overall organization from a length of commute perspective. They started measuring and understanding the overall organization from, again, a supervisor decision perspective around who they decided to be and who they wanted to be supervisors by going to the employees and saying, hey, those that have been here over the last 18 months, can you walk me through some of the leaders that we've had in positions here, what you loved about them, what you haven't loved about them, and what you would like to see more in the future, right? Can you walk me through, in a very transparent in a very transparent way, who here is, has ever considered leaving based off of the commute being too far? Who here has ever considered leaving based off of, again, the lack of flexibility and empathy and, and, and emotional variables of, the, of their leader? Who here has considered leaving based off of, um, based off of the entire just the structure or the size of the team or the communication variables within the team? or the way that the team works and even focuses, right? Like, I'll throw a curveball for you. There are many companies that are just heads down on where they want to go with the product, heads down on where they want to go with the service, heads down on where they want to go with the overall organization from what they do financially, right? Their services, their product, etc. I've even heard of companies, and I can make an argument where, Maybe what you're working on as a company, right, maybe literally what you're working on as an organization could potentially be less and less attractive for folks. And maybe we need to make some adjustments, switch things up a little bit, right? Like, for example, let's assume my beyond brand business works and it starts to thrive and it starts to scale and good things are happening across the board. Let's assume that happens. There's an argument that could realistically be made that two years from now we may have employees in the team that say we've been working on the same damn product the same damn service the same damn process forever we're looking for something different we're looking to shake things up we're looking to bring new energy into our lives and that's why we want to leave the company so long story short what i'm trying to say here is As we look into people analytics and as we get this employee feedback and as we get leadership feedback and as we try to figure out why companies are losing great talent, it could be. Connected to some of these variables that I just mentioned, it could be connected to the length of commute. It could be connected to the supervisor performance. It could be connected to the overall team size and connected to decision making. It could be to just the, the the product and the service is just old and dry. You need to do something different. It could be connected to the overall structure of the of the company. Right. I have a client right now, my beyond resume company. That. He's getting tired of the communication tools they use within his team. And another team in another company that uses different communication tools may be a little bit more interesting to him, uses different project management tools, might be a little bit more interesting to him. So maybe that's another variable that you look at. So I think what Asperian did is they have 200 attributes, 200 data sets that they're looking at, and I think that's a really smart idea. Again, I'm not an expert in this. I'm not claiming to be. But I think what I do well is I... Look at case studies, analyze what companies are doing and try to bring that to the companies that I want to support and and what I want to try to impact and also give a psychological and strategic point of view on these things and make it simple for all humans to understand. It makes a lot of sense as you think about supervisor performance. It makes a lot of sense when you think about length of commute. Let's talk about length of commute for a second. Maybe you're having some of the most impactful employees in your company that are connected to the most Big, cumbersome variables of your bottom line. Maybe you're noticing that for whatever reason, those folks typically are not coming from physically the closest areas to your office. And you try and you try and you try all different types of recruiting measurements and recruiting best practices and all these things and you just can't extract talent to come directly to your your main office physically based off of where the talent is and based off of where your location is and whatever the case is, right? I know this is now happening in a 2022, 2021 world, 2020 world, but maybe taking COVID-19 out of it, maybe the strategic move around turnover should be, well, let's consider remote positions for these particular roles, We need amazing talent. We need the best of the best. Why don't we consider hybrid roles? Why don't we go to those folks that are on the way leaving? Why don't we, and I even told a, I told a, I told a company to do this. Go track down some of the folks that left. Go track down some of the the folks that left. Go talk to them. Go ask them directly. Go build a real meaningful relationship. Track them down on LinkedIn. You must have their old emails. You have their phone numbers. Reach out to them as a human being, not as an executive at this company, not as James, the CFO. No. Reach out to them as just James and say, hey, Sarah, how are you? How have you been? How's life? I'm looking for some candid and honest feedback. And you should already have that built into your offboarding, but we all know how life goes. It's hard to collect that data based off of how fast and how uncomfortable folks are leaving and exiting the company. And so I've even told comp- companies and, and, and leaders to do that, go reach out to a few folks and use that data too. So I think what I'm learning in my career here and what I think I wanted to bring to the table with this particular podcast is there are really nuanced and variable data sets that you want to start to collect ongoing. So you want to start tracking ongoing the length of commute. You want to start tracking ongoing uh, some of these supervisor variables. You want to start tracking ongoing how employees are feeling about the team size and the structure and the tools. And you want to start tracking ongoing how that all is measuring up to their overall happiness. And so if you're starting to have these one on one conversations, you're starting to have these surveys and you're starting to look at the data and you're starting to see, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. It seems as though 14% of uh, this company here are starting to become consistently frustrated in certain variables that cross into supervisor performance, that cross into leadership style and lack of flexibility and team size and all these variables. If that's the case, now it's time to wake up. If that's the case, now it's time to say, okay, we're looking at the data. This has happened for three months too long. What are we going to do now? How are we going to make a change? How are we going to do something different? How are we going to be a little bit more predictive before they actually leave? AKA, that would be more reactive. So, I don't know. As always, I'm just a guy with a few thoughts. Try to bring value. Have a good day.